1: It's my personal belief that I do think there is some two things. I think Bill um like at the end of the season, I think he listens to everybody. I think whether he admits it or not, I think he hears us, he hears every station, he hears the news, he reads everything. Or or if or if he's not doing it, somebody else is reading it and anything that could trigger some sort of like issue, they bring that to him and he reads it.
2: Yeah, so, that's right.
1: Yeah, it is Bill. I mean, you're what he's aware of everything. Okay? So I do think that, uh, you know, he he wants to kind of, you know, passive-aggressively, you know, set the record straight. But the more important one, I think, is I do think there is there is this, you know, I don't know, like, gap that is building between ownership and coach. My personal feeling, I haven't talked to anybody. Especially when it comes to winning and how it relates to the amount of money spent. Right? That is that is why I think there's – so – I don't know, like, the relationship with Kraft and Bills is, seems like it's pretty good. But every time I talk, I hear from Kraft, whether it's at the owner's meetings or after a loss or, you know, somebody asks them about the season or all the money that they spent, it's always like, you know, I want, I want more return on my investment. I want more from this. Like, I, I want to – it's been X amount of years since we've had a playoff win. We got to play better. The statement that you read yesterday, that was to season ticket holders, right? Yep. About I, – and I keep missing this up – Crucial analysis, critical, critical analysis. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do what is? Have you ever have you ever read one of those before? Have oh, you, you mean the season ticket the holder? Season things? ticket holders have they ever seen a, oh. a ticket holder like a memo to all the? Hey, listen, don't worry. Keep your season tickets. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna do some deep dive. I'm gonna have some critical analysis, and I'm gonna fix this. You know what? Because I'm spending a lot of money for you guys, and I'm gonna, And this guy ain't using it right. That's what I heard from that Gresh. That's why I'm like, uh oh, uh oh. Well, what's that?
3: That's how I took it. So there's a couple things here that I think are in play. Number one, uh, spending in general in the NFL has changed a lot. In that the player, the actual player costs within the salary cap are covered and then some. So it used to be, and I've talked about this a lot, that you had to take this guaranteed money and you had to put it into a separate account in escrow so that the owners knew they weren't getting their nose over their toes. Now there's so much money coming into the NFL, you don't need that rule anymore. You don't need the rule. And and these owners have the ability to write the checks that they need to if they want to. And that's really the hook is that they'll do it if they want to. In Cincinnati, does Mike Brown have the money to keep uh, Joe Burrow? Yes. But does he have enough money to keep Joe Burrow and Jamar and uh, Jamar Chase? And also set that money aside because you got to have it up front? That's the part that I think they could find it if they want to. But do they really want to? And I think... So while Robert Kraft has definitely sort of tried to turn up the heat on Bill Belichick in terms of what I've spent, I think with Bill, it's more of the, you were reckless going into 2021. You were filling needs because you didn't draft well, which by the way is not untrue, but it's also not untrue of a lot of teams in the NFL. I've got this in my offense. I have a gaping hole because I can't find a tight end. Let me go buy one in free agency. The Patriots aren't the only team that's done that. Now the Patriots might have been the only team that signed uh, uh, that, that signed Johnnie Smith at that level. But Hunter Henry, I think, has worked out fine. I think there's a little bit of sensitivity from Bill on the, hey, in among the one times you went in and bought a group of players versus just getting in a Dallas Thomas, you missed on a couple of those guys. So, Bill, you're wasting money. You're a spendthrift. Yeah. Da, 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 all that. Yeah. You Nothing's know, you're, working. Right. you can't it, analyze talent. And it is. <laughs> and I think there's some sensitivity from Bill Belichick there on that. They have never been a team that, if you look even in the Brady years in terms of the actual cash spending, they've never been up there. You know why? Because they're well run. That's a part of it, too. Normally, the teams that go out and throw a ton of money are like Washington, Dallas, teams like that, where they're trying to cover up their deficiencies. Then there are teams maybe like the Rams, where it was, boy, we're close. Let's find a way to push it over the top. Will figure out how to spend the money, right. all that kind of deal. But now it caught up to you, yeah. and that's the one thing that Bill has forever tried to avoid. So I think this is rooted in Bill Belichick's own self-interest. Of the you people think this, but if you actually did the homework and thought like me, the numbers don't add up. Okay, or or
1: or if you or or that if you were in the inside and you knew about you know. Uh, the uh, cost average per year per player which seems like what they're doing he's he's giving you accounting terms and cost ag- aggregate and how they kind of you know spread this money out and he makes sense because they're so maybe that's it because I always feel like at the end of the year like if something bugs him he's gonna make sure he tells you now you may have to sit on it and think about it for a little bit but he's gonna say hey listen all you guys keep ripping me or ripping the team because hey, we spent I don't know a quarter of a billion dollars uh, uh, for that 2021 season, and now look look what it's look what it's done for us. John o. Smith can't play. This guy can't play. This guy's washed up. This guy's no good. So what are you doing with all the money I'm spending? And because I look at it from from a craft angle, and I know we don't have it because I remember hearing multiple clips that we used to play regarding craft, talking about the money spent, talking about the fact that they don't have a playoff win. Now, it bothers me that we haven't been able to win a playoff game in the last three years. Okay, so that's the obvious one. So that was before this year, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, because you didn't. You, yeah, that's right. There was because uh, you had Brady's last. year. That was year. out in L.A. I think.
3: And when they found yeah. out who was going to the Hall of Fame, I'm pretty sure that was yeah. that
1: meeting out. there. Yeah. So I, I do think now, and I'm, but I'm sure crap. But I just feel like there's this there's this di- disconnect that that uh, hey, I'm giving you all this money. You should be doing something better with it. But that's I feel the thing. like you're wasting Is it.
3: Robert Kraft really giving Bill Belichick all this money? And that's what maybe you're but, your, but, but the, maybe you're right there. The overwhelming of to, to Bill's point, the overwhelming amount of money that is spent is very much within the cap. Now, again, even within the cap, there is that whole cap accounting money spent, all that kind of deal. But um I Scott Pioli told me this once. And and you would know this maybe better than anybody, but I remember Scott Pioli explaining, here's how we view players and like using the franchise tag or something like that, right? So if you have a guy coming on a five-year contract, you're getting him on that rookie deal and it's X amount of money. And if you franchise a player in that sixth year, they look at it as if it was a whole 6 year contract. It's not we paid this guy and then oh yeah by the way you massively overpaid him for 1 year because yeah. you
1: franchised him. So they they so, they so average average earnings per year would be bingo added with that 16 year franchise tag. There you go. Okay. So there so well, it's, that's interesting. So, so they will take the whole six years even if they franchise and people say that's an enormous amount of money not really because the first two years were cheap he's an all-pro he's this he's that he's getting us to the playoffs so if
3: you look at how they've handled sort of those situations or even if they would do a a buy on a one-year deal for someone at the end of a contract that might be just short of a franchise tag people will look at it and say well you gave x one for 15 million and in their mind it's No, that's just almost a balloon payment at the end of a six-year window where we've had tremendous value with this player. Most teams don't look at it that way, I don't think. I think there are some that do, and those are the ones that, on the whole, stay out of cap jail, so to speak. And let's go back to 2020. Remember the words from Bill Belichick? It's a reset year. Why was it a reset year? Because you spent a second round pick on a wide receiver to try to make Tom Brady happy. You ate $5.5 million to try to bring in Antonio Brown to make Tom Brady happy. And instead, that became, well, Bill Belichick, you're an idiot. But two of those moves are directly made to try to keep the quarterback happy that was there in 2019 because we know the owner was thinking the same thing and they knew the sand was running out of the Brady hourglass.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, so to your point, uh, I asked a friend in the business, covers the Patriots on a regular basis. I asked him because when Bill says something like that, I'm like, well, is he right? How do you prove it? You know, do you have to like go ahead and look at all the cash spending and how did he actually phrase it? So, Turp, can you give it to me one more time? I'm going to hear it one more time. Uh, maybe not the whole version, just the money part, right? Just the good stuff about the cash spent. And let me just react to it real quick.
2: And it's the same for all teams. Um, what we try to do is we look at it over a. Time frame. Uh, so one year is a Polaroid snapshot, but actually there are multiple years involved, and at some point the reconciliation has to come. So our spending in 2020, our spending in 2021, and our spending in 2022, the aggregate of that. Uh, was we were 27th in the league in cash spending. So so a couple years were low, one year was high. But over a three-year period, um, we're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. So had we averaged that out and in those three years, you would have had the same numbers.
1: See, my thing is like, all right, but um, do you think that's usually, if you were to say, okay, the – would you call the Patriots cheap? Uh, no,
3: not necessarily. I mean, it's tough because if you spend willy-nilly, you're normally at the bottom of the the scale, so to speak, or you're at the bottom of the standings, and it's, you know, like what's everybody talking about in Chicago? Well, you got the number one pick and $109 million to spend. But how much of that $109 million in cap space to spend is really going to go to big-name players, big bonuses, stuff like that? Remember the very first year that Bill Belichick got here? You were in the league. You probably wouldn't. But they went on that bargain basement bin binge of signings. The first year he got here. The first year Bill oh, yeah, got here. Yeah, Why yeah. did they win in 01? Because he went out and signed Bobby Hamilton and Compton and guys like that. Those were all bargain basement buys. That's, to me, the real philosophy of Bill Belichick. No, and me too. But so is,
1: is, is, is calling him cheap kind of rude and disrespectful? I think in his world... Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. I think that's why he said – I don't – me. Okay. I think Bill Belichick said this more for the narrative
1: than his own. Okay, well, I'm going to pay it off for you because I asked somebody – in the that covers the team on a regular basis because I don't believe it. I said, uh, how, "What is what does this mm. even mean? Because I go strictly to, ooh, confrontation. Ooh, I go to tension. Oh, I go, ooh, going in different directions. Terp, make a note. Friends of Fourier need
3: yeah, to yeah, become Oh, a yeah, thing. I got him so too. So here
1: we go. He went to an FOF. Yes, especially in the hockey world. I got lots ooh. of FOFs in the hockey world. I'm a hockey insider. You'll find out when it really gets interesting with the Bruins. Here's what he said. Ask the same question. He said, uh, basically paraphrasing what you said, Gresh, he said, a lot. I think. uh, says, "quote." I think a lot of people are missing the point on that. Bill really despises the characterization that he wildly spent in 2021. He explaining how he doesn't view this in one year snapshot. So, so of course, so he takes a three year snapshot, and he said, "Guys, whoa, that's not the way we do business. We, you guys are you you're taking a Polaroid snapshot." And you're running with this narrative that we went crazy. We don't view it like this, to the Pioli point. No, no, we view it this way. I would say, all right, overall, over if you take the last 23 years and then you average out how much you spend per year in regards uh, to the other teams, where would you be? Would you ever be a top five spending team? Would you ever be top ten? I think there could be some years in there that you were. I bet you 2021, they were at least in the top 12, I would say. I know, but if you would have to, again, so you, sure. So for if a team year, goes you crazy, crazy spike, but, Yeah, you get a spike. It's like a spike. But stock. overall, overall, would you, you would normally be one of the lowest spending, careful, you know, uh, responsible spending teams in the NFL, right? We don't make stupid decisions. We don't make emotional decisions. They don't sign
3: J.C. Jackson yeah, long-term, let we we'll the Chargers exactly. do it. So
1: we don't do that type of stuff. So, and look. It's paid off. Yes. I would say yes, absolutely. The one caveat that that I always go to, which maybe it's not fair to keep doing this, Brady allows you or allowed you Correct. so much freedom to um, get some low-hanging fruit. Get some cheaper uh, contracts. You know, grab some guys that were that were just you know enamored by the system and just wanted to be great. And you coached them up, and they had more opportunities, and they became encouraged and motivated to play better. And maybe they were always good or miscast at, at another team. I mean, there's a long list of them. I mean, you go back to Vrabel, you go back to Nikovic. They weren't using Nikovic when he was at the Saints. Nope. I mean, there's a there's a long list of them. So I, I think that probably may be it, but. You know, in the end, though, they're always a a frugal team. Financial
3: responsibility. So let me jump in on your end, and this is where you in your thought process might have something. If we hear from RKK relatively soon and the cash spending, that's the important phrase in there from Bill, the cash spending. If that comes up, then maybe we got some
1: because that's in the end. You know, I hate when these uh these agents, the agents are the biggest problem with these uh with like the this disinformation. The contracts in the NFL are not worth the paper they are written on. Charmin, brother. This is not an NBA contract, nothing is guaranteed, it isn't baseball, nothing's guaranteed. So you could sign a five year five year deal and all of the players, the only thing we care about is how much guaranteed money you're going to get. Cause you know, you're just you're not going to get the third-year deal. You know, you're not going to get the fourth year. You're di- not a chance in hell you're going to get the fifth year. So you try to find some clever wording to add to the contract that kind of gives you a loophole so you can get paid. Mm-hmm. Like, that's usually what we would do. Just, you know, and there's certain players that uh, Derek Carr was in that situation with the whole injury bonus. The Raiders said, uh-uh, you know, screw it. We're just not going to play you. I could get a hamstring. I could get it back. You're going to have to owe me. Well, the MRI says, uh, you know, uh, you're fine. Nope, my back is killing me. I can't play. The business (laughs) of the NFL is very fickle, although
3: Red Sox Geo in the uh, Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash Boston WEI, he says, here's a three-year snapshot. No playoff wins.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.